Oh my God. Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, I was God. listening. I was listening to Ari Melber while I was doing my midweek facial tonight before the show. He's talking about Bob Dylan and like all these folk folk musicians and everything. And he's trying to link Taylor Swift's music to the civil rights issues of today. What? what, what oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> no, you motherfuckers is, is, is wildin'. <laughs> First of all, no. And honestly, to teach you, I don't listen to pop music. I don't really, li- I, I respect her craftsmanship, but I don't, I, I don't listen to her music. I don't listen to pop music. And there's no disrespect to people because everybody be looking at me like, Shanti, you tell me you don't like pop music. It's not just that. It's just the fact that I just don't listen to her music. I don't, I don't see how her music fits into my life, to my life or any other person that's over the age of 35 like that maybe some there's some swifties that I'm are 50 and, and 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 that's fine but i'm i'm not one of those motherfuckers i'm not and they linking her music to the silk because she's getting the conservatives mad that's a damn boyfriend so what but who i'm excited to see and everyone should be excited to see is mr raymond because he is fine as hell for 45 listen he's gonna he's gonna get us all pregnant through the screens i don't know how but he'll do it Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically She. She is me and I am she and she is you and you is she and she is you and you is she too. I'm feeling silly today, everyone. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Okay, Miss Poet. (laughs) Ah, Here we go with another episode of this awesome show and you know, we've been like chomping at the bit to catch up. So what is what is going on with everybody this week? Like, wh- I feel like we've all got a lot going on in our brains. What's up? And now we're going to be quiet. Y- y'all are like my students. <laughs> when the principal comes in for an observation, right? Like, they will all be like raising their hands, talking, reading along. And then you'll come in and it'll look like just like a bunch of deer with headlights in the headlights. Like, I'm like, come on, guys. Well what's, going down. On, well, what's going on with me is um, pretty much I'm just waiting for the Super Bowl performance. Fuck mm. these Grammy performance. I'm sorry. This shit is trash. I mean, last year was a bad year for music. Um, mm. Even though 2022, it was not my vibe neither. At least there was some talent, you know. Um, this year, it was just. You know, people just woke up out of their beds and go to the concert and just look at people with their phones. I mean, besides the oh. hip hop 50th anniversary, that was my fucking shit. But other than that, I'm just trying to live and maintain, as Rich Porter said, I can't believe I'm quoting a drug dealer, a legendary <laughs> drug dealer. But live and maintain. No, seriously, I'm living and maintaining. And I think that's what it is. 
for 2024 and just trying to take care of my health and still balance my job and balance my bills, even though I $10,000 less in the fifties, but God is good to me because I still got money left over after I pay my bills. Hallelujah. That's the dream right there, right? Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that motto. That should be like our mantra for 2024. Which part? I think we're adopting it. Living Which in said, Yeah, living in me too. Okay. Yeah. I watch too much. The, the phrase from the drug I dealer. <laughs> I got, I, I got confused. I, I'm still adjusting to my medication, so I still get kind of like, <laughs> what, huh? Um, no, I thought you were talking about the having money after paying bills. I was like, what? Oh, Why would that well, be the mantra? I mean, I, I hope that everybody <laughs> does have money after they pay their bills, but unfortunately, we know that that's not always the case. But no, living and maintaining i like that yeah so what about you sarah you've been living and maintaining this week uh, yeah yeah for the most part <laughs> i mean my medications are stabilizing and okay progress so doing a little bit better with that and i am proud i am very happy to say that my uterus knock on wood has stopped being such a bitch oh thank god and I have now gone one week without spotting or having a period. Woo-hoo! So the IUD might be, just be kicking in now, which makes oh, me very good. happy. At least it doesn't smell down here. Oh, I'm dead. I oh am dead. God. How did we go from zero to a hundred? We took a left turn off a cliff. <laughs> but Sarah act like, you know, it's the apocalypse. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. And I'm just like... Dead. Well, it is when you're bleeding for almost a month. Oh, yeah, that fucking sucks, man. It does suck. I mean, you can't get no dick from your husband. You're like, dead. Yeah. Especially when you're an attractive woman and he's looking like, my wife is attractive, you know? And and when your team is going to be in the Super Bowl, like, you got shit to celebrate. Okay, now now you can have celebration sex. Exactly. Which is pretty fun. I can have that Super Bowl sex now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, look, Usher's performance at the halftime show is just gonna lube you right up, right? And then after, hopefully, your team wins, then you're gonna be like, "I'm fucking ready to go." No, I'm gonna be listening to his stuff from 1994 to 2004. That's Usher, what I'm going. Usher's gonna lube everybody up, okay? Yeah, I'm telling you, he's gonna get us pregnant. God damn it! Just by looking through the screen, even men. Everybody, even people without a uterus are going to get pregnant. It's the simple. I don't know how. I don't, I don't understand the science, but it's just the fact. I don't make the rules. <laughs> it just happens. Just let it burn. <laughs> just let it burn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that in the next couple of weeks. I mean, obviously, my team is nowhere fucking near the Super Bowl. Um, Because they had a terrible, terrible, terrible season fucking giants um but i don't care i still rep new york but since now i'm a you know norcal gal i and you know my husband's team or sorry my soon-to-be husband's team is not in the super bowl i could root for the niners there you go no that is your husband almost (laughs) yeah yeah my baby he you know he's a he's a raiders fan and so his family being from Oakland, um, they grew up pretty much hating the fucking Niners, mm-hmm. you know? That um, Myron Niners. is Myron's a more pragmatic guy. So he's like, listen, if my team isn't in it, then at least, you know, a more of a closer 
hometown team, right? At least, at so. least it's a California team, right? Right. But, but he, but he would not vote uh, root for LA. I'll tell you that. No, much. he no, said, "Fuck no. that." Hell no. <laughs> no, my father's like, 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 um, Ilian, the motherfucking Giants. You know, like he felt about the Yankees. Yo, my father was cursing. The hood just came out. He's like, "Yo, sad ass motherfuckers. You know they had no good players and shit. You know and I'm." I'm like, Dad, you all right? Nah, man. I'm going to watch them goddamn Knicks. That's what I'm going to do. Watch the goddamn Knicks. <laughs> and you know what? As a Knicks fan, you have to have a strong, like, core to be a Knicks fan. And to at, at this point, to be a Giant fan, um, mostly the Knicks, though, they ain't won in so goddamn. In my entire life, in my entire life, they have not won a championship. They were, they but were I love them. They they were uh, close in 1994, and they I know. Were close don't in even get me started on Reggie Miller and the fucking Pacers. I cannot relive those moments. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> we were so close. God damn you, Reggie Miller. You see, you see where that this is going. But you know, you just gotta stick with your team because eventually, someday, hopefully, someday it'll be that time. Not for Detroit. Well, my father's almost though. seventy. Oh. My father would be Sarah's Sarah's mom's. You know, they were like around the same age. So my dad is going to be 70 in july so he's a hardcore old school type of yeah i'm gonna watch my knicks and shit gonna watch my yankees you know gotta root for your team always and we'll we'll be having fun all of us watching the super bowl the ads drooling over usher and you know yeah hopefully watching sarah's team win but that will short up his off my in-laws so i'm not sure um hopefully hopefully (laughs) But anyway, so if if you're a lucky enough uh, person who's going to be attending the, the Super Bowl, maybe this burning question, right, is just will be right up your alley. So, you know, this burning questions, things that we need to know, they're groundbreaking, earth shattering knowledge <laughs> that we need to have. OK, so what I want to know from you ladies today is what's your favorite seat on the airplane? The aisle. The window or the middle seat? The window. I don't know what psychopath would choose middle seat. The window. Mm. I like the middle. I I do like the (gasps) middle seat. If it's next to my family members, if it's next to my family members, that's an exception. Okay. Okay. If it's it's just me, it's the window. Yeah. I think I don't like the outside because. Yeah, I was gonna say, what kind of psychopath like the aisle seat? Because they're knocking into your elbows all the time. You know what? My fiance is that psychopath. He loves the <laughs> aisle, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm a window girl all day, every day. First of all, I like to watch the takeoff if it's during the daytime. Watch takeoff or landing, but also it gives you slightly more room because you can like lean into the window, like put your pillow there, and you know you can cuddle up and sleep a little bit so yes yeah. thank it's good to know that we're all on the right side of this issue because otherwise i would have had to rethink our entire friendship <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm just being silly as fuck today so sarah i know you've been in charge of picking the drinks of the week in the last couple of episodes because they're football themed and, and yep. you're that girl so tell us what are we yes. drinking this week all right. Well, we did we did two prior teams for over the playoffs, and I was so sure the Ravens were going to make it to the Super Bowl, so I was going to save a drink for the Ravens, and they lost. I couldn't believe that. So yeah, 
because the Ravens got knocked out of the playoffs and we didn't have a chance to do a drink for them before they left. We're going to have to skip over them. Sorry, guys. Um, This week is Kansas City Ice Water. And it has, it's a shot of gin. I'll take it in your mixer cup, get a highball glass, your mixer, your little shaker thing. A shot of gin, a shot of vodka, half shot of lime juice, half shot of triple sec. Mix it all together, pour it over ice in your highball, and then top it off with your favorite lemon lime soda, and then add a uh, lime peel for garnish if you want to get fancy. Ooh, I love it. That sounds refreshing. Mm. That sounds like something I need to be drinking during these hot ass fucking like Sacramento summers. Yes. Sounds refreshing. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it does. All right, listeners. So if you are sipping along with us, here's when you pause the show. Go grab the uh, drink recipe from our socials. And there is like mocktail suggestions if you don't partake in alcohol. And make your drink come back, hit play, and we're ready to go. And now we're back. (laughs) I hope you got your drink. (laughs) Shantae. Take us away into the next segment. So, of course, the hot part of the segment that y'all all love is our shot and chase subjects. It's like our topics. Like we have our topics and then we chime in in, in the chaser. So if you have not, and this is fucking appalling, if you have not listened to our podcast, we're in season three, I suggest that you go all the way back to season one where it was long as shit, and it just um, it was long as shit. It was long as shit. That was because we had the legendary Miss Denise. That first episode was epically long. Yeah, Yeah. facts. And so you will listen to that. So in the meantime, we're gonna. I don't know who's to start off because I I did look at the notes, but I'm assuming it is Sarah. Yes, Sarah will be going first. So you know our shop, Sarah's shop being. Her topic that we have no idea uh, about. We don't know what each other's going to talk about. Um, so that chaser is just our like visceral reaction in the moment. Because I know she got always be talking some shit. <laughs> highlighted and it's paper because. Oh, yeah. Look at that. She oh, got now notes. she upgraded to a phone. Oh, my God. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to print it out. <laughs> <laughs> She said, don't, don't get it twisted. Shantae, you know, the paper's going to be back next week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time to, I didn't have time to print it this week. Well, cause you know, I wear, I, re, I wear reading glasses. So I got to print it out on paper so I can see the shit. So my topic this week is that motherfucker, Ron DeSantis. Taking his Weasley little loser ass back to Florida and immediately targeting the trans community. Immediately. Um, They sent out to the county tax collectors from the orders of Ron DeSantis to his deputy executive, executive director for the HSMV to rescind the licenses of all trans people to rescind their driver's licenses. So they have no legal state ID, so they can't vote. They can't do anything without the legal state ID. So that he's taking pretty much taking away um, part of their identity 
is taking that away from them and saying that it's fraud, saying that their driver's licenses are fraud. And he did this. It's denying the legal existence to, to transgender Floridians. He's threatening them with criminal and civil penalties for having the licenses issued in the first place when it was the freaking Department of Motor Vehicles that issued them anyway. Um, and he did it without any public notice whatsoever. So all of a sudden, they're not going to have driver's licenses. It's fucking crazy. That is scary. What the scary. fuck is wrong with that fucking man? Yo, honestly, to tell you the truth, like, this is why I I said this before. I have no grace for Republicans. I mean, I was born during the Republican administration, the Reagan administration. I was a whole ass baby. And I grew up in Harlem. Like, the I, it was the epicenter of drugs. But I don't want to divert. But he set the platform for today's Republican Party. Today's Republican Party is Ronald Dion DeSantis, Namrata Nikki Haley, Timothy Eugene Scott, and many of those debaseless ass motherfuckers. So attacking the trans community, I think it's like one point, they one point something million of the population around the country. And the fact is that those are the people that create the most jobs, have the most clubs, make the most money in your cities especially in Miami and even Orlando, is the reason why your state got revenue. But you about to fuck up the surplus in your motherfucking state because you don't like the trans community. Honestly, to tell you, I think he's gay. I think he wants his dick sucked by one of those trans women or trans men. You know, I, I, I truly think so. I think people that got so much contempt for people that's of the LGBTQ community. And keep in mind, I had to, like, learn education about the LGBTQ, you know, growing up, because you didn't understand back then, but now, like, you understand now when you get older, but honestly, Ronald Deion DeSantis and his Elvira wife, and I don't want to say that, because I like Elvira, you know, seem to, like, not understand, you know, LGBTQ community, people are just almost like you. They bleed the same blood as you. They just, in fact, they like a, the same sex. And the simple, or get a, a gender reassignment surgery. So the fact that you want to fuck with them, yo, good night. Good night. I mean, it's it's fucking fascism. There's something wrong with it. Like, it's scary, the fact that they could take away, basically, your identity. And I know it's not, like, technically your identity, but just the ability to have a license to drive a car. Do, like, do you know how how much that impacts somebody's life and how much that prevents them from doing things like going to work, providing for yourself? What happens when you can't get to work because now you don't know, you don't have proof that you're legally able to fucking drive. And then you get fired, you lose your job, you can't pay for your rent, you can't buy your food. Like, there are so many repercussions. I'll your taxes. Yeah, like, there's just, oh, it's fucking frightening. I mean, you can't, it's frightening. You can't buy alcohol, you can't buy tobacco, you can't yeah. vote. Like, you can't live so much of your life. It's, in, it's insane and insidious. Like, it's fucking frightening. That's all I can say. And that's this is the road that Republicans want to go down. 
and people are still acting like fucking Donald Trump and the GOP are options. It's when this is what's waiting. It's it's disgusting. I just I this is why I have anxiety. <laughs> because it's too much. Like this. this is why uh, we can't reason with them, right? No. Mm, Fuck that. There is none. There's no reasoning with them. So Elian, I think it's your yeah. turn. I'm done. Well, <laughs> You know, I unfortunately don't have like a super happy like pop culture story. I was. I was going to talk about Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion because have you guys been on oh the internet? God. I saw that beef and honestly to tell you the truth, this is why Nicki Minaj is not part of the rap sisterhood because mm-hmm. it's like, and I don't, like I said, I haven't listened to rap music in God knows how long because these rappers here, I don't think they even rap like that. Like Megan raps, but even that, I don't think they really rap. So honestly, to tell you, <laughs> the fact is that Nikki is jealous. It almost gives yeah. me the back story of how Little Kim came after her. But the difference is Little Kim is an MC. MCs are going to be jealous of other MCs. But the difference is Little Kim did not viciously attack you like how Nikki is viciously attacking people. And Nikki is still mad. That she did not get invited to Hot 97 Summer Jam when Remy, when Remy really ripped her to shreds more than Little Kim did. Um, it was Remy, Missy, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Little Kim. They were all on stage together, all on stage together at Summer Jam on for Hot 97. That's a sisterhood. That's a sisterhood. Nikki's not part of, even Megan and, and Cardi are part of that sisterhood. Yes. And so I did want to talk about that, but I, I changed my mind because some shit happened. Like, I believe it was, yeah, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. So anyway, I, I do want to come back to that Shante when we get into, um, you know, the post-production because Lord, that was crazy. Just like listeners, you you guys already know if you've not been living under a rock these last few days, Nicki Minaj has lost her, or I shouldn't say lost her mind. Um, she has been showing her ass <laughs> this weekend. Anyway, I was in school. Obviously, everybody knows I'm a teacher. And if you don't know, I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> but I'm a teacher and Right now, currently in my high school, 11th grade class, we are reading the book, The Hate You Give. I don't know if you guys have ever read that book or seen the movie. Um, It revolves around the shooting of an unarmed black teenager by a white police officer, right? And so that's that's the main storyline in that book. And it was just so terrible and ironic the timing we were in class yesterday reading the chapter where that character gets shot by the police officer and dies right and then also in that chapter you find out that the main character's other friend had been shot to death when she was 10 years old as a just an unintentional victim of a drive-by shooting. So we were having these conversations in class about 
guns, um, shootings, etc. Class dismisses. I go to lunch. I get this alert on my phone. A high school that my school has literally played in basketball games that I've been to, right? There was a fucking shooting in the high school just a few miles away from where I teach. Um, and we were just talking about that type of violence in class. And it made me, you know, I, I just was like, what the hell? It's kind of crazy. A 14-year-old, the 14-year-old shot another classmate. Thankfully, um, that kid's going to be okay. And the shooter was arrested pretty quickly. Um, you know, it wasn't a mass shooting or a, I guess what you would say a traditional school shooting. And I hate that that that's even an, a phrase I have to fucking utter. You know what I mean? Um, I'm like, oh my God, that shit barely made the news. It made my local news, right? But I didn't see it on any national media, really. Like, I didn't see that. That was insane to me. And just a few days ago, it was reported that a few hours south from where I live now, a, a planned school shooting was averted at the last minute in, in San Diego. Um, and when they searched the home of the suspect, I mean, they found like a fucking arsenal, uh, multiple firearms, explosives, RPGs, ghost guns, all types of shit. So God knows what would have happened if the students, the, the peers who heard this kid talking about planning this shooting, if they hadn't said anything, I don't even know what would have happened there with the way that he was fucking armed to the, to the teeth. I think his dad, I think his dad was one of those doomsday people too. Yes. And he, the dad was arrested as well. Good. The dad was arrested as well. So I just say that because it's become so fucking commonplace for these things to happen in schools that we don't even fucking bat an eye about it anymore. It just, it happens, a blip on the radar and we keep it moving. And I just think that I mean, well, was it sucks last, as a society? What is wrong what with was us? It, was, what was the last week? There was this shooting down the street from my daughter's school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two blocks away from my daughter's school. It's, and it keeps happening. And the media is just like, it's not, it's, it's not that important. No, but you know what's so these two up? stories barely made the news. You know what's so fucked up? It's like these people in this country, and that's why I say America is a racist country because they like their motherfucking guns. Mm -hmm. They like their motherfucking guns. My Second Amendment right. Well, your Second Amendment right is causing a lot of mass shootings. It's causing people to not, like, have fun when they go out and when they do things because shit like this. We should not be talking about our babies have to do shooting drills. Mm -hmm. I, You didn't have to do that, Sarah. Ilion and I, we didn't have to do that. Right. But apparently these kids got to do it. And, and, and it's saddening. Oh, and and you do you want to know something fucking disgusting? I literally just now got word that another shooting happened today in another nearby district, right? Like miles from me, just just, just right now. So that there there you go, a third one. 
a third one. And I'm just talking local. <laughs> a third one in as many days. Uh-huh. Jesus. Something Christ. has to be done about something has gun. to be done. Yeah. Something has to be done. That's why your vote, your voice, it mm -hmm. matters. Don't think your vote don't matter because there's a lot of people. I'm 37. There's a lot of people my age to come out. And I'm going to get into that soon. So now this person did better. No, they fucking did not. Because if they did better, we would have had gun control safety. We could have had a lot of shit. Okay? Yeah. And it has to be nationwide. Because here's the thing. Just because one state like California, New York, they have pretty strict gun laws where they're fair. They're not saying you can't have your gun. But it's regulated. Right? Mm -hmm. But the states around it aren't. And what the exactly. fuck is stopping people from just driving? You know, you know what I mean. So it has to be like a full federal, comprehensive, and you know, if, <laughs> comprehensive gun. Um, and that's what the president bill. was advocating right. for when that's he was he senator so Biden. Here I am on on my podium right now, telling y'all like if you keep voting for Republicans, this type of shit keeps happening to the point where look at this, we don't even bat an eye over it anymore. So. Yeah. And it's not and it's not just voting for president. If you mm -hmm. want this shit to change in your state, you have to vote at the mm -hmm. local level. And I understand every election. And I understand that a lot of these states are gerrymandered to hell. But Republican voters who are probably not listening to us, mm -hmm. most assuredly are not listening to us. But for those people who are listening to us, get out there and talk to your Republican friends, because I know y'all out. You, I know y'all have some out there. I know you do. If they're so upset about these school shootings, then you need to be talking to them about crossing over that fence and starting to vote for Democrats into local office. Prayers and start, prayers and are not going to prayers are not going to help. They're and not. start turning these state legislatures around because that's the only way it's going to change state level otherwise you better you better get your asses there vote for biden and make sure that he's got a big enough majority in the senate and and in the house all the facts yep thank Just you like Eliane, and thank, thank you, you sarah so speaking of what Eliane said it almost kind of ties similar so i was going to talk about the breakfast club interview i was going to talk about that but mm. I'm hearing a lot of motherfuckers, mostly black, some Afro-Latino, talking about Donald Trump. We we got more money with Donald Trump. So, you know, I try to pull up my facts because I was a business major in college. I got my degree. It's hanging up on my motherfucking wall. And I minored. I was one class short away from history. And I took a semester off once again for school. But I'm going back this summer for my master's of science and business administration. So as a business major, of course, you know, talking about the economy and everything is my spiel. I don't tell people that shit because I'm not an economic specialist. But I have working knowledge. And I worked in nonprofit for the last 20 years. So when people say that the first step act actually did some things hmm let's talk about that how effective is the first step act well according to the famm.org website which is if i get the full name it's um ooh, 
the full name is F-A-M-M information. I don't have the full name. So my apologies, listeners. Don't blame me. Blame the messenger. That's me. So anyhow, um, how effective was the First Step Act? Of the nearly 30,000 people released under the First Step Act, only 12.4% have been rearrested or returned to federal level, which is the lower than the recidivism rate. The recidivism rate was 43%, but it could have been higher. You know, it could have been higher. So it really was somewhat effective, but really didn't. Is that the crazy part is Donald Trump is taking credit for it. He just signed the bill. I don't think he read it. The bill was mostly introduced by Chuck Grassley with Hakeem Jeffries and Cory Booker, I believe. That's just me. So Donald Trump didn't really do any key legislation. His only successful legislation, and it wasn't really his, was the tax bill. And according to Yahoo Finance, 2025 is when I believe the tax breaks will expire soon. And while this legislation tax cuts for corporate profits were permanent, the lower individual tax rate will expire at the end of next year and will revert back to pre-TCJA levels. And with this tax <laughs> break, um, those who are individuals are um, <clears throat> paying more than the people at the top 1%. The corporate tax rate went from 35% proposed by President Obama to 21% under Donald Trump. And the top individual tax rate dropped from 39.6% to 37% under the terms of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Single fires making $5,778,1026 and over the 33% tax rate it fell from 32%, those in the 180s and the 200s tax break, the 28% fell to 24% with people that's making 95 and 182, then the 25% to the 22%, that's I'm in that tax bracket from 47 to 95,000, and those are 15% to, it fell to 12%. So the tax brackets backsize will mean that every American will need to reassess their spending and tax returns to pay one to two, four more percent in personal taxes unless provisions are extended. And the standard tax reduction tax began after, it began after um, December 31st, 2017 and before 2026, the standard tax will double for filing status. So all of this stuff I'm saying with this tax thing, you are paying more than what you were paying under the Bush tax cuts, which President Obama somehow, I think, did some magic where you got more money under President Obama. While you're under Donald Trump, your tax returns look different. The W-4 looks different. You have to explain, I have to explain stuff to people and I can't tell them how to file because they will sue me. The First Step Act you know, black people just don't care about criminal justice, even though the recidivism rate could be a lot higher than 43%. Um, we want fair housing. We want great education for our kids. We don't, we want great libraries. We don't want our books to be banned. You know, we want uh, 
more benefits extended with food and supply chain. Like we want a stake in something. So black and Afro-Latino people, which you're, you're black too, um, criminal justice is not a, a sticking issue. The economy is an issue, but my issue is democracy. Because at the end of it all, without our democracy, that includes your voting rights and your civil rights. Those are the main important things. Money and all this shit is a necessity. If you don't have your civil, yeah. civil liberties, you're fucked. And you're saying that you got more money under Donald Trump. You really didn't. Because his tax cuts actually led to a recession, which COVID onset it even further. And when it's a public health crisis, there is an economic crisis. And I'm sorry to talk in circles for folks to understand, but I just want to break it down in simplistic terms. You did not get money from the Trump administration. The Trump administration did not help the American family. And even help people in red states, which I don't know why they keep voting for him. They did not help people. They helped the top 1% because even warm am I making extra money? Why? So you didn't make shit. So there you have it. Ladies, talk. <laughs> there you have it. It's always kind of that way, right? Republicans somehow find a way to make it seem like, oh, look, you're getting so much extra money when we're in charge of the economy when it's literally the fucking opposite. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they have that uncanny ability to make people think that if you care about the economy, then that means you have to vote for Republicans. When meanwhile, it's always the fucking Democrats cleaning up the mess that Republicans made and making tons of progress. Imagine if a Democratic president didn't have to clean up the economic mess from the prior Republican uh, president, like every fucking time. Imagine our economy would be the shit because Democrats fix it and Republicans screw it up. So I, I don't understand where this idea came from that. Oh yeah, I don't know. Republicans are good with money. No, like they're terrible. We've, I think, like in the like in the last three Republican presidencies, we've had recessions. Except for Trump, we didn't go into a re well. We didn't we didn't go into a recession after the economic crisis because right. Biden, Biden made sure that we didn't he, exactly. So it's always like, wow, we got to clean up your mess. But yeah. we're the ones that are we're doing better. We're we're doing better than most countries, but there's still other countries that still having a global recession. And the reason why the other countries around us are still having a global recession, well, you know, Europe, they was on England was on stupid shit. Like they want to do Brexit and everything. But there's other countries that's still suffering because of COVID really did some fucked shit to half of these countries, half of these people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. I so mean, we're doing better than most of the other countries. We are doing. We're be doing better than any of them. We're in the best. We're in the best state. You know, and it's like the inflation rate. I think is at like three percent right now, which is where you want it to be. And they were predicting even six months ago that we were going to be going into a recession. That hasn't happened because right. of Joe Biden's policies. But so somehow, ah. Uh, the Republicans are going to save your fucking right. pension. Like, mean, shut he, the fuck up. 
Right. And then like, in like with Shantae talking about the Trump tax cuts, I saw a really good video. It was a two part video that somebody did on TikTok um, where this woman, she's an accountant. She's not a CPA, but she's an accountant. And she explained it and how it's sliding, how the tax cuts were sliding. So even if you're making like, you know, it was it was supposed to affect people above like 100, 200 or $250,000 a year it was supposed to affect them more but for every year since it's been passed it's been going down to you know she explained how it was going down to the previous tick to the lower tax bracket whatever it's trickle down economics yes and so now the people that are making like 35 to forty thousand dollars a year are going to be hit with higher tax paying higher taxes this year that they may even owe the irs and there's a lot of people that owe even if they don't owe, I don't owe the federal IRS, but I owe my state because the simple fact is he taxed the states that did not vote for him. So he taxed New York, California, Massachusetts, Connecticut. He taxed those states that have a higher, that make the most, contribute to the most in the economy. And mm-hmm. so people talking about, but well, we had a good under him. He inherited a good economy for the first two years and then fucked it up. With his majority starting in the end of 2018 or mm-hmm. the end of 2017 into 2018. So he fucked it up in 2019. They fucked it up. So when I hear black people talk about I had more money under him. No, you did not. And those stimulus checks was for Congress. It was not because of him. He just put his dotted signature on it. And if you have a checking account and the IRS have your checking account, they put that money automatically in your checking account. So technically, you didn't get his word stupid ass signature. <laughs> yeah. So, so sit there. on that. So <laughs> fucking there. Well, thank you, Shantae. That was today was a really good. We just we like went in shot and yeah. chaser today. I'm just tired yeah. of people. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm I'm tired of people saying so like sad. I got more this from. The dumbass president that reads on a sixth grade level versus the guy who did stuff with a divided government that actually got shit done. Like, not just the ARP, not just the infrastructure, not just addressing the baby formula shortage, not just addressing the supply chain shortage, which he's still doing. Not only appointed more judges, appointed the first African-American woman, not only canceling student loans and still doing some, not just doing all the things that he is doing. But this man is just the most popular president, and he's he wants to pass his Build Back Better agenda. It's just been halted, but it's still there. Trust me, if you vote for Democrats, and I don't want to say if you vote for Democrats, you may get a piece of pie. Mm-mm-mm. And on that note, on that note, yeah, uh, we'll take it into our uh. Bitch ass and badass of the week. Segment. My favorite. <laughs> Since we're talking about bitch asses right now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, but this segment, we give we take the biggest asshole, the bitch ass <laughs> of the week, our picks, and we put them up for you to decide um at the beginning of each week on the day that we air. Uh, same badass of the week. We take 
the people that we think just had the best kick-ass, boss-ass week and let you guys decide who the top is. So for first, for the bitch-ass of the week, Elian, who do you have? <laughs> so for my nominee this week, I, you know what? I was I was going to nominate Nicki Minaj, <laughs> but... <laughs> What Joy Reid did the other night, the other day on her show was so fucking egregious that I couldn't, I couldn't let this opportunity go without nominating her for just her incessant anti-democraticness. And yes, I know that's not a word. Eat my ass. I don't give a fuck. Um, she's just always attacking Democrats, never attacks the Republicans. She got caught on a hot mic. You know, talking about, oh, Biden's going to start another fucking war. Bitch, she didn't start off. He didn't start a fucking war. So please, I just, I just, I can't. I've had enough. Like, I'm getting sick of the shit talking coming from supposedly people under the same umbrella. I'm, I've, I've had it. So that's my nominee can, this week. Can, can I add on to her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she had... um she had the family of one of our troops that was killed overseas trying to get them to talk shit on Biden and they wouldn't do it. They said, no, I, we agree with Biden. We support what he's doing. And if the girl so was alive, there. Was, that was <laughs> fucking low. Her and if the girl, that. and yeah. if the girl was alive, she was said, I support Biden. You know, Joy's been on some fucking ego trip. I don't know, is that fucking wig that yeah, she got on? Or listen, oh, to her mother, or listen to her motherfucking kids. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and I don't talk about people's kids, but you know, maybe, you know, listen, I could tell that she's been white doctrinized, whatever. It's not a word. Fuck you. Suck my imaginary dick. So anyhow, <laughs> <my> always, ass. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm a, I'm a Harlem girl. Suck my imaginary dick. So anyhow, um, because the Caribbean people, they actually like Joe Biden. You know, I'm just saying. And the black people majority, even though they're still, you know, like what's going on, they still going to support the president over any other knucklehead Republicans, even bum ass Dean Phillips. So the fact that you trying to, I don't know, you, you looking like you about to lose your job and I'm not going to feel sorry for you this time. Damn, Elian. I had a good nominee today. Mm-hmm, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's just, it was fact, <laughs> I know it was like, it was, it was the fact that she brought in somebody who died under Trump's command, because he's commander, he was commander in chief. Yeah. She brought in someone that died under Trump's presidency to come in and try to shit talk on Biden yeah, as he's terrible. having to, as he's having to notify new families right. that their, that their child or husband was killed in Jordan. Yeah, it's like, she's completely on some fuck shit. Fucking low. Yeah, it's. Ugh. Let's just d- double nominator. No. <laughs> right, like she's nominated choice one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> but frankly, she's gonna win. She's gonna win the nom- nomination because everybody's pissed. I know, so, right? God. So mind, I guess. I say who you? Who's yours? It's Frank Lutz, fat ass. You know. His ass is younger <laughs> than my, my parents and looking older than my parents. Y'all seen the picture of my parents' followers? Y'all know my parents look young for their age. Sarah and, and Elian seen the par- 
picture of my parents. They don't look like, my mom don't look like she's 70, but even though she got gray hair now, and my dad don't look like he's about to be 70. But Frank Lutz, shit talking about pre President Biden, he's governor like President Carter. Last time I checked, my mom said President Carter was a good president, and President know, Carter was, was, that... was the only one that actually almost got a two-state solution in Israel and Palestine. Here, here. So mm -hmm. that wasn't and, the burn he thought. Right. And my thing is President Biden is doing everything with a fucking divided government. I want to know what did Trump do with his with his full trifecta of Republicans in Congress and that zero. Nothing but pass that bill that's fucking costing the country is the reason why we're raising our interest rates because of that fucking tax bill that Warren Buffett said I didn't need. I didn't need that shit. My secretary's paying more in tax than me. Well, he pulled us out of the Iran deal. He did that, stupid fuck. And also, the Venezuelans, and I'm going to keep it real with the Venezuelans. See, Frank Lutz is so fucking dumb. The Venezuelans coming to our country, they're not coming across the border. They're coming from the bus terminal and the airplane. Because who made that deal? Donald John Trump, the bum from Jamaica Estates, Queens. That nice neighborhood with that nice house. Yeah, that was him. Can I just side note that anytime I hear Donald John, <laughs> I laugh because that is the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard. Like, who puts John as a middle name to Donald? Like, my God, my word, Donald John. I like the president. I like our president's name. I think his name is so cute. Robinette is awesome. Mm -hmm. okay. And Robinette was his I mother's maiden name. I, I think it was love it. His, his mother's maiden name too. Donald John, dumbass bitch. Anyway, so Sarah, with your nominee, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep mine short and sweet. My nominee is Ron DeSantis for the anti-trans bullshit he's pulling on. And for here, just here. being a general bitch ass. He's Yo, and his name word. for your middle name to be Dion. Yeah. Ronald Dion fuck? DeSantis. That's his name. I can't. Ronald Dion. Ronald and Donald. Ugh, I can't. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm like, I'm just off topic. <laughs> but like these nominees are good this week. <laughs> I can't. All right, so our bitch ass nominees are Joy Reed, Frank Lutz, and Ron DeSantis. Uh, so then moving into our badass <laughs> of the week, who we think just kick ass. Uh, Elian, I think you've got another really good one. My nominee for badass of the week is the one, the only, Megan Thee Stallion. And you know why? Because she is living so rent-free. In hater ass bitches heads, okay, and their minds living rent free, enjoying her life. Um, I don't think you know the haters and the Barb's and the Nicki Minaj understand that every time they talk about her, they're just giving her more publicity and making her shine more. So good for you, Miss Ma'am. You know she just released a new song, and you know it started a little bit of beef over the weekend, but mostly because. Nicki Minaj has gone off the deep end. But I love Megan. I love her music. I love what she's about. She's she's about empowering women, not hating women. And so to her, I say, hear, hear. 
you, Shante? Mines is the man that was a heartthrob and he was in teen magazines and everything. That's right. Mr. Usher Raymond IV. Yes. And he's performing. I'm excited about his performance more than the award shows. I don't know why, because I feel like I haven't seen Usher perform on TV in so long, even though, like, you should have went to the arts, to the residency. I was like, nah, that's okay. I'd rather see Usher, as long as he doesn't get tired out, because, you know, he gets a little tired out when he does perform. He'd be like, like, Usher, calm down. But, you know, like, listening to his music is time. It's, it's timeless. Yeah. It's from, yeah. think of you, people think the nice and slow album was his first album, like, Mm -mm. It was actually the title Usher album, Think of You. And then I it love was that song. And guess who wrote that song? Donnell Jones. I love some I love you some Donnell Jones too. We're going off. I keep going off track. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's no when you're things. listening. When you listen, <laughs> that's why like I miss R and B so much. And everybody's just like, What what do you mean you miss R and B? No, I miss songs that slow songs that I can like sing to, like I drink my sparkling wine to, because those songs are good. Like children were produced. With I'm those telling y'all, y'all all better have your IUD in this weekend. <laughs> As Usher, like I said, Usher next weekend is gonna make sure he's gonna do his slow shit. He's gonna do his slow shit, and all the girls gonna be like. <laughs> Even Taylor, even Taylor Swift is going to be like, fuck my of boyfriend. Of course she is, because you know what? Say what you will about her, but she's always pretty good at supporting fellow artists. So, And she's going to be like, good Usher. She's going to be like, Usher? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like, gonna everybody, everybody going to want to see Usher. Like, people was willing to see Rihanna. She was good. But Usher? Shit. Well, speaking of reproduction... I am nominating our vice president, Madam Vice Yay! President Kamala Harris, because she has been busting her ass the last couple of weeks, going to swing states, going to red states, going to blue states, going to like all these different states, really driving home the message of what is going to happen if Donald Trump is voted back into office that they are working on abortion bans, a national abortion ban. And she's she's just out there driving that point home the way that I think, I mean, only someone with a uterus can or who has had a uterus. So I, I love that President Biden has her out on that speaking to it. And I love that she does it so powerfully like she does with everything else because she's just amazing. So I know that it's gonna be like a huge issue with the upcoming election um because a lot of republicans are pissed about these abortion bans in states too so i just i she's a badass and our lord of 2024 you know how she would do it. Mm -hmm. i love her so much yes, yes you could tell she so. went to a Good baptist nominee. church you could tell she went to a baptist <laughs> church yo because like and our lord of 2020 i was like yeah vice mm -hmm. president yeah mm -hmm. Good. God, so great, nom <laughs> great nominees. Yes. So nominees again for Badass of the Week are Megan V. Stallion, Usher, and Madam Vice President Harris. Incredible. We we made it hard for the listeners this week because there are some great nominees for both 
bitch ass and badass. So make sure you check our socials for those polls so you can vote and choose who the winners will be for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for being here with us. It was a fun episode. It was spirited. We always have a good time and we have so much more to talk about. So if you're interested in getting any of our bonus content that we are going to record right after this, sign up for our Patreon. It's and $5. A patron. Yes, become a patron of our show. You'll get early access to the episodes and you will get bonus content. Um, and so... We'll see you there for all of you who sign up and you can catch us on all the socials on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Spoutable at The Joyful She. That's T-H-E-E, Joyful She. And we'll see you again next week with another amazing fucking episode of Unapologetically She. Bye. Deuces. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.